What's good, everybody? Joe, and this is another episode of From the Nosebleeds. Yes, sir, episode eight. Obviously, it's your host, Joe. Got my boy Corey in the building. And I got family again. My cousin Dre. Yo, yo. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yes, man. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's definitely been a cool minute, man. Um, um, I know a lot of life has happened within the past couple of days. Um, your boy had got caught up with the vid and, you know, took me out for a while. So that's why we haven't, you know, recorded in a minute. Um, but I'm back like I never left. I'm healthy. We all good now, and everything's straight. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man. For it's been a lot of sports going on. A lot of definitely, um, a lot of good things have been happening. A lot of different transitions have been happening in the sports world. But we never got a chance to talk about March Madness in the midst of it, um, which was a really good tournament. Because huh? it could have went left. <laughs> it was a really good tournament. Um, it was a lot. It was a, definitely a lot. Uh, a lot of upsets, a lot of surprises. And um, congratulations to Baylor for winning that championship. But we're going to talk about it real, you know, for a little bit and kind of see, you know, how you guys felt about the tournament? What kind of upsets did you like or were surprised about? Let me hear what y'all got to say. Okay. Back, back. I'm, I'm going to let y'all go ahead and take this first because I got I to gotta slightly... Go ahead, Dre. This one. Yeah. Dre. Think we, think, think we lost the... Uh, I think we lost it for a minute. Um, it's all good though. Uh, Corey, time. You know w- what you got to say. I know I got I got a lot to say about it too, but you can go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm gonna see if y'all can y'all can talk me off the ledge because here here's my big deal. I'm gonna be a thousand percent real, thousand percent honest. I did not watch a single bit of March Madness. Not a single bit. <laughs> and shout out to my homeboy Roy. Shout out to Roy because he would shoot me a text every now and then and like let me know who's still in it. But honestly, I couldn't have even told you who played in that championship game till the day after when I watched the highlights. That's that's it. I'm gonna be a And it's not because I was busy. I was I was free as could be. I was free as Django out here, but I had mm-hmm. all the time in the world. I just specifically chose not to watch it. And here's my thing. And I'm not going to take up, take up too much of your time, but here's my thing. I've never been a huge fan of college basketball because I think it's a lot of 
a lot of luck involved. And it just, to me, it doesn't translate very well to the NBA. Like, you can be all that in a bag of chips in college, but it doesn't mm-hmm. translate to the NBA. So I'm kind of like, why am I watching these dudes who, you know, are not going to go to the next level? And this season, more so than anything, Correct. really, like, threw me for a loop. Like, with, with COVID, you had to throw a lot of stuff out the window. You got half the teams in the league playing eight, nine, ten games, canceling the season. Then you got other teams in the league playing 17, 18 games. Like, the teams aren't even playing an equal number of games. A lot of games, players are out. You know, teams are having to forfeit, so on and so forth. And it's just like, to me, it just created an imbalance. Um, and watching the tournament just almost felt unfair. You know what I'm saying? And then for Gonzaga to be in the championship. <laughs> why is that? To me, Gonzaga is the prime example of why I don't watch college basketball. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They, they they killed it through the entire yeah. regular season, right? Undefeated through the entire regular season. Got slaughtered. In the greatest, greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. And then they, they dropped the ball in the championship game. They dropped the ball. They really got slaughtered in the championship game. And I go on to say that Basically, tell me one one player from Gonzaga that's made an impact in the NBA. But other than Demontis Sabonis, <laughs> I will say that man's the truth. He came out of Gonzaga. Uh, other than that, and yeah, NBA, I, mean, you're kinda, I can't think of one player you're from right. Gonzaga who's made an impact. You're right. And so that, that that's just kind of my point of why I don't really watch college basketball. You can be the absolute best in college basketball, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean anything. Every, every year we see the best mm-hmm. players come from Kentucky, Duke, uh, <laughs> very you know true. what I'm saying, North Carolina. Well, I, I can't even think true. of the last time either of those teams Go won ahead, a championship. Can, I'm it doesn't matter in college basketball. It just doesn't yeah, matter. We... And to me, to me, college basketball is just – okay, bad, bad. To me, college basketball is just the only the only sport that's like that. Every other sport, it translates. It, it, college football – Right. If you rush for a thousand right. yards in college, chances are you're gonna be decent in the NFL. You may not be Barry Sanders, but you you'll be decent. You know what I'm saying? But in college, if you draw, if you average forty on a sorry team like Jimmy Fredette, and you come in the <laughs> NBA, you won't last the season. It just doesn't translate to me. And oh, that is man. So oh, man. Um, why I chose I, not to watch good, the tournament this year. Point. Uh, I'm gonna let Dre go. Uh, I, I'm sure he has uh, some insight on this and. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, look, you know, um, I'm a junkie when it comes to this stuff. And so it was fun to see a tournament that was open. Um, tons of upsets, even not even out of the first round. And I'm going to challenge you, challenge Corey, your point a little bit, because this kid, J- Jalen Suggs. Yeah, from he, Gonzaga. He was balling, bro. And so, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of kids and I'm, mm-hmm. kids like him who made their resumes in that um in the final four or whatever, in the championship game, in the tournament period. And this kid, when you talk mm-hmm. about all of our athletes, he's definitely getting – made a couple million dollars just this tournament mm-hmm. alone. Hitting that half-court buzzer beater against UCLA was huge. Oh, was yeah. Crazy. I mean, it was fun to watch. It was just fun. It was bad basketball overall. I'm not going to lie. Bad basketball across the board. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun to watch seeing these guys compete, man, at that level. It's, it's on, a, on such a big stage. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Like my intake on it, um, I mean, uh, I did watch it. Did I watch it as thoroughly as the whole world? No. I normally just watch when um Final Four is in or Sweet Sweet Sixteen, depending on who's in it. Um normally that's when I start get you know, get started with March Madness. Um however, this year it was different. 
um, with a lot of different teams caught my attention um, when I saw the un, not the normal people back <laughs> into the back into the same, you know, like the Kentuckys, the Dukes, like. I haven't. I, have, I started to see different schools get into these plays, and it, it caught my attention. And Baylor really surprised me. Um, they came out of nowhere in my eyes. I mean, obviously, I'm sure they had a great college season, but I didn't know they had ballers like that on the team. And um, and I was watching the the championship game, and they were 70 percent from three. Um, the dude Butler. Uh, had had a record for having um oh plus twenty points in over what ten assists in the championship game. Yeah. No one's done that since uh Carmelo in Syracuse. Um and he was lights yeah. out, couldn't miss. Um the dude Mitchell from the, uh the uh, Donovan Mitchell's yeah. like I don't know, clone. They're literally the same yeah, build. Yeah, they look the they're same. The same. They're literally the same build. Same yeah. build. Same number. Same last name. <laughs> same build. Like they're both like six one, six two, and play the exact same way. Yeah, exactly. And, I was gonna say that. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, they really caught me by surprise. Um, and you know, that's when I realized when they played um, Houston yeah. in the Final Four. Was that the final? Yeah, I think that was the final four. Um, that really surprised, like how quick they were off the and how much ballers they had. But Gonzaga, man, like Jalen Suggs, bro, he was special. He was special yeah. for him to hit that last minute buzzer beater. Was just like crazy clutch. But I hate when I hate when people go undefeated though. I like my my <laughs> biggest thing. Like like don't go. Exactly. Trust me, you already know. Unless it's your Patriots. Uh, but I hate that too, though. Like, I want a few L's. I want a few L's. I don't want you to go undefeated. Like, that's the worst thing to do. How you go 38 and 0 yeah. and lose in the last game, championship game, by plus 10? Yeah. Like, that's the worst thing to ever do, bro. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, dog. Like, Y'all get all the way to this point, have a Cinderella finish, Final Four, and then get blown out almost. Well, well did, like, did you hear what, on, what my man said? Who? Somebody tweeted the other day, yeah. and because they were talking about Gonzaga, the number one overall team, they said Gonzaga has a high power offense, and they said, but Baylor lifts with the football team, and that's that's what it looked like, man. It looked oh like, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. A whole bunch of I did see that grown tweet, men yeah. playing with little boys, man. That's what it looked like. Yeah, man. They bullied them. They bullied yeah. them. That dude of uh, Vital um, had yeah. like nine yeah. offensive boards, bro. Like and putting them back up. He looked like Big Baby Davis out there. <laughs> like, he was no, he was huge yeah, he and was. grabbing every offensive rebound. Yeah. Like, they had the most second-chance points ever. Um, but I do kind of get what you're saying, Corey. Like, to piggyback off of that, like, your your take on it. Because, yeah. I mean, are we going to – is there any superstars in this March Madness? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Um, is there an all-star? Maybe two. Yeah. But is there any Hall of Famers? No. No. So – um, that's kind of been the trend moving forward. We haven't had seen that 
that dynamic transition to where we know someone's going to go in the league and just kill it besides Zion. I, like, the, la- the last person, and that was, like, what, two years ago. So, Z- Zion was the last person that we mm-hmm. knew, like, he's going to come in the league and kill. And he that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, like, two years, yeah. He's going to – I think Zion is eventually going to be an MVP maybe six, five years down yeah. the line. I mean, right now he's already averaging, like, 26, 27 with, like, nine. Like, he's – He's already meeting expectations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's meeting expectations. So that's the main person that we know is going to be like, all right, he's going to mm. be something special. Anybody in this tournament? Eh, well, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Like, Jalen Slugs is, is good, but yeah. when you get in the NBA, that's a whole different ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've seen people who go number one in drafts. And number one pick, and then becoming the G League superstar. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like it's like, hey man, um, we'll see. But I get what you're saying on that. Like I don't see anybody that's like, oh, you know, catch your eye. And a lot of those guys that did that were projected to go high, they got kicked out the first round, so they probably lost some money yeah, this year yeah, too. Facts, facts. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the whole thing was just really tainted to me, honestly, this year. A lot, a lot of luck involved. I mean, when you, like you, see, you mentioned yeah. earlier, Dre, like all the upsets in the first round. Yeah, just, no, I hear that. I'm to me, sure. you really didn't Correct. see the most skilled I mean, players and the most skilled the team win the way it, the way it should have played out. If you ask me, show their talent this year. Yeah, um, I'm really, I'm really glad that you know last year was a big hit for them. Um, so I'm glad they were yeah, able true, to true. you know get their feet up under them, get that exposure that they needed. And, you know, mm-hmm. the kids who are going to benefit from this, they get the benefit from it. So that's one positive thing I can say that um, I did like about the tournament. And they made it as safe as possible. Yeah. So, they did a really good um, job, yep. For sure, for sure. Um, on to our next topic. Yeah, it's a special week this sure. week. Um, Masters week. Um, I know... You know, me and you, Corey, know a little bit about this. Uh, Dre, um, you've been around me enough to know something about this. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, man, it's a special week this week um, that they have in our first major of the year. Um, and um, you want to talk uh, just a little bit about it. Um, if you've seen the announce, I, I have a few things to say about it, actually. But they made a um, Lee Elder uh, honorary starter today for the first time in Masters history. Um, And uh, that was Lee Elder's the first black um, African-American to play in the Masters. Mm. If, you know, the viewers don't know who he is, um, he kind of paved the way for every black person to come through there, which hasn't been a lot. Um, Charlie Stifford, uh, Tiger Woods, obviously, and um, yeah. I think only one other, um, Calvin Pete. Calvin Pete. So he was the first to do it, and today they honored him um, as an honorary starter. Um, I have a few things to say about that, but um, it's a good week, man. Um, who do you think is going to win it? And uh, if you guys have any comments about what happened earlier, go ahead and share. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, man, for sure. So uh, definitely a good, great week for the Masters. I feel like, uh, honestly, I think it's wide open this year. Um, a lot of different guys have been playing their best golf recently. Um, and to me, this year hasn't really been dominated by any individual player. So I really think the field is wide open. Oh, uh, yeah. My personal Defended pick, champ. even before looking at today's scores, uh, my personal pick has got to be DJ. It's got to be Dustin Johnson. Uh, just, you know, his his. Tri- yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be his track record at this at this field. And I know he hasn't been playing his best golf this year, but he also hasn't played much golf this year. Um, but I just think that he is Correct. he's pumped up and and ready for this particular tournament. Um, so I know he had a little rough start today. I think even it's about one or two over today. Um, but I think he's still got plenty of time to make the cut and try to bring it back over the weekend. Uh, Justin Rose jumped yeah, off to he, he crazy, crazy, flops. crazy start today. <laughs> uh, but I definitely don't see him maintaining that throughout flops. the week. So. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fact. So yeah, I would I would look for DJ to make a charge over the weekend. But uh, I'm excited to watch this year though, honestly. Even correct, you know with correct. no tiger, unfortunately, that's always you know sucks to Go see. Ahead, but, yeah, I'm, I was I'm super excited you, to I mean, see uh like such Joe a wide said, open I'm not, field this I'm year. not the, the golf guy, but I was just looking at, you know, some of the betting eyes and I guess just trying to see some things I might recognize that look familiar unfamiliar and I um the Justin Rose thing, I seeing that he how he jumped out was kind of crazy, but um, uh, definitely Dustin Johnson, Johnson, you know, seeing how high he is, and it seems like it's a really wide open field. Jordan Speed, yeah. I, I I I like him a lot, um, and I know he has a pretty good track record. So mm-hmm. um, he just won last week, so he's coming off a win, awesome. so he has that momentum behind him. Exactly. So I I, I think it's kind of interesting. Like it's like uh, Corey was saying, it seems like a lot of people. I mean, yeah. some of the names I recognize, but a lot of people I don't know. Um, which is interesting. That means everybody has a shot. So um, I get a chance to watch some good golf this weekend and not see Target just dominated like he usually does. I know, right? I know. Um, And uh, it's crazy how that news came out about he was just speeding um, around that, uh, around those lines. um, yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what the report said, yeah, you know, it some, wasn't nothing, some, some no alcohol, fishy. no <laughs> alcohol fishy going on with the whole situation. in that case, so, um, unless he was getting a little, some special treatment and then swerved off the road. Exactly. Then there, then there, so crazy nah, things happen. Um, we're definitely uh, Tiger's definitely in our prayers, man. And hopefully he gets back and um, back at it and dominating like he normally is. Um, but I have uh, – I know the picks and all that stuff is great, but I have a few things yeah. to say about about this honorary starter um, with Lee Elder. I was talking to um, one of my good friends, uh, AP, today, and, you know, we were kind of like almost like watching it um and it was like it took the masters pretty much like 50 years to honor this dude right um and if you saw it this man was pretty much on his deathbed like he had yep yep he's 86 years old and he he had he didn't even hit the ball yeah, my, he man, just, my man is my man he, is 86 he had years a, old you know he had a breathe breathing tube and it took him that long to honor this dude. Yes, yes. Um, it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy because it's like I mean, this could have been done years ago when he was a lot healthier. Because um, everyone else got a chance to hit, he wasn't even healthy enough to hit the ball. Um, which kind of like 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 it was a 
it was a moment in history, but it also felt like a degrading moment too. Mm. It's like you pick the, this time to um, when this man is at his lowest, his Ill, weakest, to kind of represent, you know, the culture in this type of light. Like this is this made history, but I don't know if it made the right history. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. I don't know, man. I feel I feel kind of weird about it, just because I'm like, right. it shouldn't have taken this long. Like everything that has been done since then, um, has pretty much changed the Masters and how we look at it. Oh. Um, and a lot of different people are starting to watch it. A lot of people are going going. I was watching it today. Patrick Mahomes, D Wade is there with Travis Kelsey. Um, all these dudes are at the place watching it, right? So that's how that's how golf has changed, mm-hmm. how uh, the dynamics of other sports athletes and this tournament has been special um, because of, you know, this guy kind of breaking the barrier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never would have thought that these people, these football players, basketball players, would be interested in golf. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and like it's like a trend now. Like it's Steph Curry's playing all these tournaments. He even yeah. played in the professional tournament last year. Yeah. Uh and he's a very avid golfer too. Like he played golf in high school. But all these dudes are starting to make golf cool again, right? Mm-hmm. And it started with somebody. And um breaking that breaking that barrier for us to be able to get that exposure almost. Um, or start the trend at least. So, um, I don't know, man. I felt like it was it, uh, it was bittersweet. I felt like it could have been done a lot better, and could have been done years ago when it kind of he could represent us well instead of just kind of look sickly, and everyone else mm-hmm. looked healthy. Well, can I ask a question about that? Go ahead. Do it was golf. Just late to the party, I guess, because you know how um, all these professional sports are acknowledging African-American athletes, or is it something that it just takes them a long time to get to? Because you know better than I do. Well, um, the Masters tournament has a history of of being not very uh, inclusive. inclusive and, you know, prejudiced back in the day. So, um, back in the day, like in the early, early stages, the Masters is a hundred year old tournament, right? Yeah. So it's been around for a lot of years. So back in the day, like no one could dare of color come, mm-hmm. not only play in a tournament, but come in the establishment, drive in a parking lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, unless you were a personal caddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that and they had to sign. They had to sign waivers off on that. You know what I'm saying? So for That's like crazy. for years, that was like the thing. And then they finally, you know, during that time, had to break the barrier. And this guy, Lee Elder, was the first person to do that. Mm. Like he played his way through. It ain't just give it to him. He had to earn it. Like they literally was like, man, this dude's been winning yeah. all these tournaments on the PGA Tour. <laughs> It would kind of look very weird if we didn't give him an invitation. Wow, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's so that that that's the history behind it. That's to fill you in, and um, 
Right. So another thing with that too is uh, for some re- well, I mean, I won't say for some reason because I know why, but yeah. Tiger Woods gets acknowledged a lot um, at, because obviously he is one of the best minorities in history, but he was definitely not the first. Um, and a lot of people don't acknowledge the history prior to him. Right. Um, and in that same turn, unfortunately, and from my opinion, I don't think he does a very good job of acknowledging those that came before him either. Um, you look at take, take it to a different sport. As much as I despise LeBron James, one thing I love about that man is that even though, of course, everyone knows he's the best in the world Correct. right now, but every chance he gets, he acknowledges who came before him. You know what I mean? He's always talking about the guys that came before him and paying homage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that that gives, you know, these younger kids knowledge of, okay, yeah, like, yeah, you see me on TV, but there were people who set the stage for myself. Um, so when you look at golf, uh, like I said, unfortunately, I don't think Tiger does the best job of acknowledging the the Lee Elders and the Charlie Siffords and the Jim Dents and the Calvin Peets that came before him and really set the tone. Um, no, they weren't as good as him. They weren't Absolutely as big a right. as him. Absolutely they didn't have right. the same level of marketing that he has access to these days. How, how, they broke how the barriers. Down, and I don't think but, they get enough love. But that's I mean, my little piece on yeah, it, my yeah. little take. And, um, you know, hopefully this isn't the first or the last, I mean, or the last uh, time we see stuff like this and that, you know, eventually we'll start seeing people, um, you know, like mm-hmm. us being more honored like that. So in these type of tournaments. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, to answer your question, my pick, um, I like Jordan Spieth. Yeah. And I also like John Rahm. He's been a favorite for a lot of people. Um, yeah, John, yeah, John Rahm is like he's sneaky good and continuously staying in contention. Um, sleeper, sleeper, and man. so yeah, I definitely like that. Uh, let those picks and Jordan's fresh off a win. Um, you know, he has that momentum behind him, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, man, uh, moving forward, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of uh, the Deshaun Watson yeah. situation. Um, clearly, that's been a hot topic for a few weeks now. Um, to to me, it came out of nowhere, and and I feel like you know this is just a setup because it's stopping a lot of trades that's supposed to be happening. Um, yeah, but yeah, man. So I'm gonna let y'all go ahead. I'll say my piece, and after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one's real heavy on my heart. <laughs> this was tough. Like, it's so many different angles to the stories that are coming out, and every single day is something new, or there's a new story, or just you know new numbers. Like, mm. it's this has been crazy. And like you said, right. it really came out of left field. I mean, like for weeks we were talking about you know where's this man gonna play yeah. next, and now like football is not even on the table right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, this man's losing the endorsement deals by the day. Pretty much. Uh, his name his name is getting tarnished. Um, and we still have zero facts within the case. Everything is hearsay right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. As much as I, I can't pick a side, but I give you both sides Correct. of what I believe. Part of me believes this can't be real, just because of the timing of it all. Like the, the timing is just too exactly. perfect. You know what I'm saying? Right when this man is at the peak of free agency, the hottest thing on the market right now, about to get paid like hella paid. <laughs> exactly. And, and exactly. then this comes out like. It could have came out any time during the season because apparently he's been doing these type of things according to the allegations. So why now? You know what I'm saying? Why now? That's what makes me kind of question it. But on the flip side, 
why I, why I sadly think that this could be true is just the sheer the sheer number of allegations. I mean, okay, one person might lie on you, okay. Two people might lie on you, okay. Five, six people yeah, might that's lie on crazy. you, okay. But 22 females lying on you? I, I, I believe that. Yeah. He's... This guy. Yeah, yeah, and and it's Deshaun Watson too. So it's like, bro, come on now. Love him as a player. I think he is an extremely intelligent dude. Um, I love what he stands for. You know, he seems to be great too. So. I don't know, man. It's not enough details to really pick a side, but it really does concern me, though. Yeah. It's not no scrub. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Just to tell everyone, like, how it started. Hello? Just to give everybody, like, a, you know, thing of how it started. Like, I guess... um, there was two massage therapists that um, accused him of misconduct and a massage uh, that he normally gets from time to time. Now, in situations like this, a professional athlete like him, like himself, is like, I mean, they always do the most to get that tip. You feel me? <laughs> like, people do the most to get a tip. Um, so, if if normally, um, especially if you're known around the city. So, if things like that was happening, I don't think he had to do a lot for 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 something like that to even happen. So, I feel I feel like this is what happened. He probably didn't want to give him a tip or whatever the case may be, and then they want to file a complaint and say, oh, I did this and this and that. And, you know, he basically didn't – he tried to do whatever. So, in my opinion, I definitely think this was a setup to kind of get paid for these two massage therapists because, like, out of nowhere, like – I mean, it's not like he's um, a freaking Patriots owner. Kraft, he's Deshaun Watson. <laughs> so it's like, come on now, like he ain't gotta, he ain't gotta do the most for that. But um, I don't know, Dre. Uh, what's your take hey, on it? Don't, don't, don't. I'm not gonna lie. This story gives me like a whole bunch of weird feelings, man. Yeah. Like, I wanna, I wanna, like. Cody said, Deshaun, that's a bad man. Yeah. I'm talking about one of the best quarterbacks, not even like black quarterbacks, one of the best quarterbacks, period, Thanks. in the NFL right now. Like, absolutely one of the favorites. So you want to root for him, especially coming from Houston. Correct. Um, and seeing, you know, the the uh, position of the organization right now, when you talk about one of the worst football organizations, Houston got it. Um, absolutely right. And seeing how J.J. Watt left without – them getting anything in return. So they've lost everything. They just traded DeAndre. Um, 
They got they lost their best defensive player. They about to lose their their best offensive weapon because he demands a trade. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this this happened. So it, it feels kind of fishy. It feels kind of weird. It feels like Houston's trying to do that in order to keep him. Correct. Which would which would be terrible. Which would be like the worst of the worst thing that can exactly. happen as far as like being an organization. But at the same time, if you hear some of these stories, man, of what these masseuses are saying. It sounds crazy, man. <laughs> like, this dude sounds like a wild dude, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what what is right because at this point, I want to root for Deshaun, but some of them stories is nasty, bro. <laughs> this is, I, this see, see, I haven't nowhere. heard all the in detail stories. Yeah, um, well, if you want so, me to get into detail, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, I, some, I, it's some Christian Gray type stuff going on. <laughs> man, it's definitely some of that. <laughs> What's that movie? Some of that, uh, whatever it is. Like, it's crazy. I mean, that boy just saw the freak, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. That boy, freak, freak, man, freak, man. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> hey, but listen, get it how you need it. Get it how you get it. Right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm hoping that there was nothing, like, nothing offensive that happened to the females that were obviously helping them. Yeah. The crazy part is, like, one of them is still, like, one of the people that are, I guess, testified. Or whatever is not pressing charges. It's still massage. It's still like his masseuse. Mm. So I don't know. Something feels real like weird. Exactly, like man. It's like man. it's weird. Like, I get it. I still haven't got into the stories yet. But it's like it's Deshaun Watson, bro. It's like some some people were saying that he was putting the stories out at first so that he can get traded. Mm. But now that don't make sense. He's losing all this yeah, money, all of these endorsements. Correct, correct, correct. I mean, it, 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 I feel like something's fishy is going on. It's definitely a setup. Whoever's doing it, it's not working out for his favor, but it is, it's kind of making him look like no one wants him anymore. Um, uh, so, I mean, but then again, like, you shouldn't let – his morale and his play are two different things. So, so I feel like yeah. somebody's going to be like, whatever, like, all right, like, I'll still pick you up because – I mean, he did lead the league in passing touch, passing yards. It's going yeah, to be it's hard crazy. to ignore, though. I mean, you know the way the NFL is going. Ever since Ray Rice, like, you know the direction. The, the NFL is making a strong, strong stance against, against anything to do with, you know, females. So Very true. Very I don't true. think so let me, teams can overlook. I don't know. What you, I'll, let I'll, me, go ahead. I, I think you're going to ask the same thing I'm about to ask. Go ahead. Nah, I don't think – but well, so this is my thing, yeah. and I, I agree with you a billion percent, but the way that I guess the management is going. So Deshaun's um, – his uh, manager is David Mulligetto. Yep. He's a, he's like one of the most popular agents, mm-hmm. sports agents, and he like manages a ton of football players. Correct. Actually, he was – He used to be A.B.'s, right? He used to be A.B.'s. He also used to be my Dwayne's, Dwayne Haskins' manager. Mm-hmm. And as soon as some stuff started coming out, you will see that they've parted ways. Correct. The fact that Dave is still there tells me two things. It tells me either there's more to the story that we don't understand, or it's not what it's, it's not what it seems like. Mm-hmm. So until he leaves, then I'll be like, okay, Deshaun did it. He's a nasty man. But until then, I think it's, it's I think it's Houston to be honest. Correct. Hey man, I, I had to get up out of there. So uh, Houston, Houston's kind of crazy. <laughs> Something's definitely in the water. However, (laughs) however, um, hey, I feel as if if AB can get back with a team, win a Super Bowl, Deshaun Watson will be fine. Okay? 
and and those are those are worse. Let me ask you individually. If if y'all are NFL owners today, knowing what you know and knowing the money you got to pay to get him, would you want him? Would you sign him to your team today? Without the final results of the investigation going on. Yeah. I could take this one first, without a doubt. And especially if you're going to be able to get them at a discount right yes. now, you should be able to get them at a discount. Oh, my yes. gosh. Of course. Because, yeah, of, because and, and the P, first of all, you'd be stupid. Like, because right now, as, for a PR standpoint, like you said, he's going to be discounted. So whatever Max deal you think he's going to get, you have to take whatever. Because... Yeah. And he then then he would have to try to build up his image again, and then build up, um, you know, start doing charity, start getting more involved. I mean, he's been doing that, but like he's gonna build up his image again. So you'll be able yeah. to do that now and get up, get him at a good rate before he starts building up his image. Because bro, things things tend to go away if you start playing good and play and play better <laughs> yeah. and win Super Bowls like. <laughs> Like I said, yeah. AB. Like I said, AB just had his allegation. Now he's like a hot free agent. Like people are starting to forget what happened. Um, the only people, yeah. the only thing that people didn't forget is Ray Rice. When you have things on video, that's a that's a terrible thing. Uh, yeah, that, Ray Rice and I, is and, crazy. And I feel bad for Ray Rice because he was a great running back, and um, yeah. I had him in a lot of fantasy leagues at that point, and. Um, Anyways, that was besides the point. But um, yeah, man, like when things are on video, it's hard that it's hard. Like you can't forget when things are on video. Um, but then you get in, you got Kareem Hunt. But it's like I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. But your talent trumps whatever. Yeah. If you're extraordinary, if you're extraordinary in the league, they're gonna try to forget. Okay, and Kareem Hunt has, hey, has definitely been extraordinary since he's been with the Browns. There, there's not a lot of teams in the NFL that can't afford to try to grab Deshaun Watson. Correct. It's really only two. It's it's really only Patrick and and T T Brady and maybe Aaron Rodgers. But there's not a lot of teams that can afford to pass up a chance to get Deshaun Watson. Bro. Absolutely right. That's and those and those players are locked up. So and they're not going nowhere yeah. no time soon. So. If the free agent frenzy is going to be, I don't think it's going to affect him um, that much. Will it affect him a little bit with his money? Yes. But will it affect him crazy? Like, Tori ain't going to get picked up? Come on now, bro. Like, no. Um, and if I was, yes, if I was the owner, yes. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate. Um, I would definitely try to get my PR team to, clean his act up and clean his image up a little bit, but I mean, yeah. that's that's a wrap. Like, hey, make sure you stay low-key. Don't be doing all that stuff here. And let's just kind of like... <laughs> I mean, do you. Just make sure it don't affect the business. You know what I'm saying? And um, get crazy. So, you'd have to yeah. talk to him like that. You can't just be like everything's okay, because it's not. I'm not going to ignore the situation but I'm going to address it and meet and set expectations for you here. And if you can abide by that, then we can make a deal. If you feel like you can't, yeah. then all right, like, sorry, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be desperate now if I was the owner. So that's how I feel about it, to be honest. What do you think in core? Gotcha. 
Uh, really? That's a no for me, dog. Flat no? Yeah, that's a no for me. Right now, at this current time, flat no. Um, NFL owner, right? Just kind of rate, but and I kind of get where you're coming from, but his contract is his contract. He just signed a hundred. Not like. Oh yeah, you're right. He's not. He's not a free agent. So you, he's not whoever a free picks agent. him up, yeah, you're, you're, you're still right. gonna. Correct. 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 You may get him at a discounted like correct. trade from that that stance, but if you pick him, if you get him from Houston, you're paying the 156 mil, and I'm not putting. You're right. I forgot about that. 156 mil on the line for. Yeah, for an ongoing investigation. So that, that's my biggest thing. And on you top think he's of that, he's going to get jail time. Is that what you think? Just, uh, nah, it's a possibility. Bro, nah. That's the thing. It's a possibility. You want your $156 million nah, quarterback bro. in jail on, not now. on the field? That's a possibility. But even even despite that, even despite whether it's jail time or not, to me, this is not no little any situation. This is a big deal. Like, I'm, I don't know if y'all understand, 22 women coming out against you. This is not a little one or two time thing. Yeah. It's not a little onesie yeah. twosie like Robert Kraft. Had one little happy ending. This is twenty-two <laughs> yeah. happy endings we're talking about. Like this is a lot. This is a big deal to me. I mean, this is like a potential serial situation. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't throw around the word serial very loosely, but this is a potential serial situation, serial offender. Um, and yeah, to me, I think this is too big of a deal to take a chance on until the facts come out. So, am I saying no on him forever? No, but I wouldn't do it right now until this investigation is complete. That's that's my take. If I'm in NFL, now my only my only I, I, and I hear what you're saying a million percent because we kind of just think that I think it's just gonna kind of go away. They're gonna settle, but the reality is, like you said, you could be with Josh Gordon or some of these guys that maybe just don't get a chance to play another full season. He's probably gonna have to sit out a bunch of games. Do I still take the chance? Probably. But um, yeah, listen, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think it has. It has. We have to find out what the what the judges say. You know, we know that they're probably gonna settle because I don't know if they have evidence for twenty two people. They're gonna. Right. So, but regardless, if he pleads guilty, whatever, whatever ends up being the, the final judgment, it's gonna say a lot to his character. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are just gonna judge him away. So I think he's he's probably gonna be suspended yeah. for a year. Right. So, I mean, yeah, from a from a. From a fan aspect, I mean, I'll tell my Jags to trade the number one pick for him right now. I don't care. I'll take him regardless. But if I'm a billion-dollar owner and I'm putting my billion dollars on the line for this man to be the Jeez, face of my franchise man, right now, I, 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 I got to look it. more into these allegations. Um, I have, I've only seen, like, the, the two um, the two massage therapists and what they said. I didn't know it was mm. that deep. Um, and I got to look more into that. So I, I definitely hear yeah. what you're saying, and it, it makes sense. Um uh, but man, that's crazy. I mean, hopefully it doesn't get to that point, but, um, you know, hopefully yeah. he got some good lawyers on the side, man, or he need to get whoever AB got. Cause like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like we're, 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 we're laughing about it, but we're starting to forget how serious his, his situation was too. His situation was serious, yeah. really serious. Like yeah. the, the, it was one woman. Yes. Yeah. Um, However, like the allegations of abuse, the allegations of the text messages, the allegations of, you know, him damaging his house and doing like this to get to her and 
to the other lady that was that used to be his trainer and like those little things were crazy. Twenty two is bad too though. Um but uh I don't know man. Hopefully it gets yeah. better and these things start to literally I don't know. Maybe he needs to do a press conference. I don't know what he needs to do, but Well let me ask you another question. Do you think it's weird that the Texans haven't dropped him yet? Um, I don't. I do think that's weird. Then that, that's what makes me think that mm. clearly it's something more to it. Because like you see all this stuff happening, and he's still your franchise quarterback, mm. and you're not like budging either. Yeah, like you're just like keeping it there. So yeah. I feel like right. it's hey, man, there's a lot of speculation because they must know something. Right. Somebody knows something. Somebody and, knows you something. Know, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I'm, they got I'm it all figured out. So don't do nothing crazy, and yeah. it was just a publicity stunt for him to stay. That's a bad publicity stunt, <laughs> but but I mean, hey, yeah, it is. Um, that's a good call yeah. out though, because um, yeah, man, that's weird. But um, yeah. Thing gets gets right with him and shout out to Deshaun Watson and uh clean it up man clean it up bro like let's clean it up that's all I gotta yeah. say <laughs> yeah because you can you, you yes, disgusting man. all right so clean it up that's all I gotta say oh man um <laughs> so as we're uh you know transitioning a little bit man we're gonna talk a little bit of NBA um, you know, it's uh we getting dwindling, starting to dwindle to that second half of the season and getting closer to yes, the sir. end of the regular season. Um and we got a lot of interesting MVPs that are in there now. I feel like in the next like in the past couple years, four or five years. We may have a different MVP that we haven't had in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always been the same person or same people or same candidates. We have a lot of different candidates right now, um, which is going to be very interesting, and I hope one of them get it. So who do you think is going to literally solidify this this trophy and um, make their mark in this league? I'm gonna be honest with you. Is it's hard, man? Because if you think about all of our traditional candidates, man, half of them not even in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They have not, right now. They're breaking out. I mean, LeBron. The Lakers aren't really doing what they're supposed to be doing right now. Where are they? Number five in the West. You got Jazz and Phoenix leading the charge, which mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense to me in the West. And then you got the Nets in the East. Doing it without KD. Now James Harden's out for a little right. bit. My boy Kyrie. Kyrie's on a different level. Um, and so, oh my goodness. And you guys know mm-hmm. Kyrie's from Jersey, so you know <laughs> he gets like that. Uh, but I don't, it. I feel like this MVP race is wide open, man. It could be a ton of different people. Um, my, 
I I have a little bit of that home hometown uh hype where I I think if Brooklyn can finish number one overall, and James Harden has to stay out a little bit longer, and KD you know sits out maybe the rest of the second half of the season. Uh, yeah, who else do you really give it to? Can you give it to Can you give it to Donovan Mitchell or some of these guys that finished top? Of, I mean, top yeah, of I mean, division? yes, you can. Uh, they're Mike. playing. They're playing really good. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell is hooping. Um, they, yeah. yeah, they have a really good argument, and I feel like they should be in the discussion. But um, but go ahead, Corey, because I have a few things to say about that. Yeah, no, I'm literally saying the same thing. Like, it, it's wide open to me. Um, and injuries have played a big part in it, too. Uh, I think starting off the season, to me, it was LeBron, yep. hands down. Uh, but then, then he went down with injury. Uh, then when Harden got traded to the Nets and the way he was playing, dishing out, you know, 14 assists a game, uh, he was looking like MVP candidate for a minute. Then mm-hmm. he went down. Um, so, I don't know if Kyrie's been stepping up big time, but it's, it's hard for me to call him MVP. So, I really – I don't know, honestly. It's, it's wide open, to be honest with you. Um, if I had to pick one, I guess Donovan Mitchell probably would be my top pick uh, just because his whole team is playing so well and he's just balling out the same way he has been. But I think he's finally starting to get recognition for it. But, uh, man, it's it's tough. It's wide open, honestly. We'll have to see, you know, who comes back healthy towards the end of the season, who can finish strong. Uh, but, man, it's wide open, like you all said. So um... I honestly can't even put – Y'all have some good insight, uh, but it's not as wide open as you think. <laughs> uh, I mean, here we go. Put some uh, ground rules on here. You know what I'm saying? Someone's gonna win, but it ain't wide open. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody gotta win. So, somebody gotta win. Um, <laughs> no one's mentioned Joel and B. Um, he's he, no, he, he's back now. He's back now, and yeah, he's, uh, he he he's back oh, and man. been in oh, the no. um. Hey, back all right. <laughs> you know, he's been back for a week now. Got his games back in, and you know, starting to get back to his old uh, self. But um, Joel Embiid is hooping, y'all. Like this man is really deserving. Um, you know, before he was out, he their team wasn't number one in the East before the um. You know, uh, before the Nets came back on to the show, um, and he's he's really deserving, um, really deserving of it. Uh, I feel like I, I want to give it to him. Uh, I really want to give it to the Joker. I just feel like his um, his um, his yeah, team hasn't. Isn't up there high enough yet uh, to where that's the case? But I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, look at what these dudes are averaging, bro. I mean, they're averaging crazy numbers or very solid numbers to where Joker's averaging twenty-four and nine, and uh, you know, six assists as a big man. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, Joel. He his stats went down a little bit, um, but he's up there too. So we definitely got to figure out um, who's really going to be deserving of this award. And um, you know, I wish it could be Bradley Bill, um, but uh, you know, clearly, yeah. 
his team is just terrible. <laughs> and um um it, yeah, it's not it's, it's not something that can be more realistic for him. Um I'm a James Harden fan, so I, I like James Harden a lot. I mean, I'm not a big James Harden fan, but I like him a lot. And what he's doing in Brooklyn is kind of wild. You know, he's really building the facilitator um, and leading the league in assists. And, like, I definitely think he should be in the conversation. Um, and Dame Dollar, man, give this man – give this man – give this – give it to him. Yeah. Give this man the opportunity and this dude – has yeah, been in the conversation facts. for some years now. And I think that he he's deserving of the, taking that crown this year. Like, just because of what he's been dealing through every facts. year he's been in Portland, and the fact that he's got to constantly be stacked up against, you know, yeah. back against the wall and still putting up numbers, still hitting game winners, averaging 29 um what twenty nine seven and four? Like he's his stats are crazy, and yeah. his team is up there and deserving. So, Thanks. man, I really hope if it's not if it's not Joel, yeah. I definitely think Dame Lillard. Yeah, he's my. I'm up there yeah. with you. I'm saying I'm with you on Dame. To me, I'm see he could have been MVP any of the last three seasons, yeah. honestly. But I think there's just this bias against exactly. him, just because we already know what the team's gonna look like yeah. in the playoffs. And even though the MVP is a regular season award, I think that their playoff picture is really affecting voters' minds because they already know he just can't get it done by himself. It's not, and in, I uh, hate the way playoffs. It's not his fault. It's just he doesn't have like, the team. I really low key think they're having that play yeah. factor. And because before that wasn't the case, like Westbrook mm-hmm. won the MVP. I mean, he deserved it, but don't get me wrong. But he won the MVP and he was seventh in the seventh in standings. And they shut it down for the regular season because he averaged a triple double. And he's mm-hmm. been averaging triple double since then, by the way. <laughs> so, so, so it's like, it was like, if that's yeah. the case. He get an MVP <laughs> every, every year. year. But I'm just like, don't don't put yeah. these players in that type of predicament to where they have to get have to reach far in the playoffs to get these awards, bro. Because I feel like that's not fair, and it, they shouldn't be able to. Yeah. They shouldn't have to be put in that type of predicament because they bust their ass all season to get to where they need to get to. So, and some players actually yeah. play for MVP, like they want it. That's like a milestone for them. So. If they if they get it, yeah. that's great. Cause some some players are more realistic. They're like, man, if I don't get this, this, and that, I don't think we're gonna win mm-hmm. a ship. Let's be real. So I'm gonna try to ball out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put exactly. place the MVP votes on the last I, I day of the regular so. season, and that'll fix yeah. all that. That'll fix all that. Listen, man, I I think. This guy, Damien, if you if you wait till the end of the season, this guy, he Damian, does, he does, he's second, he's second in the ladder right now. Just kind of think about what he did in the, think about what he did in the bubble last year exactly. too, and this is kind of that statement year for them, man. It, it makes a lot of sense. So, um, hopefully they change that voting style up a little bit yeah, because man. there's been it's such the a same like, fluctuation. People. And if Giannis wins again this year, bro, come, come, I swear, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a throw. Yeah, it's a remote at somebody. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like, I get 
Yeah. Yeah, nah. That's what I'm uh, saying. Like, no chance this year. Giannis like, is not He's a not great Giannis player, but, bro, no. Like, stop it. Stop it. Like, stop. He deserved the MVP the first time. The second year, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I honestly, not going to lie to you, I probably would have gave it to LeBron. And I don't like LeBron. Y'all know that. I most likely probably would have gave it to LeBron. His stats were better, though. <laughs> I mean, he was averaging, what, 29 and yeah. 14 rebounds with the best league, best team in the league. So I get it, but it's like what LeBron did mm-hmm. was, was kind of special. Le- Le- yeah. What well, is special? And if you were to really be realistic, you probably, he probably should have got it from the year that he Correct. entered the league. Let's be for real, but I think there's some there's some performances that like like this guy Giannis. Uh, as much as I want to say I like him, man, so what the metro, <laughs> like you said, if he gets one more time, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like very well. <laughs> I'm gonna like, put somebody. I'm a, I don't know who it is. Man, it's just like, bro, like, oh man, it, it, it bugs me. I get it, but it bugs me. Um, but yeah, man, I definitely yeah. think you know we definitely got some good candidates here. Um and um yeah man let's let's try to get Dame this uh this MVP that's what we got to put a petition for uh, I'm down I, I he needs to go down at least with one MVP yeah Derrick Rose got one he should damn near get one because exactly. he's like the modern day Derrick Rose in my opinion yeah um agree. Imagine how crazy that would be. He came off the bench as an yep. all-star this yep. year. And he goes exactly. to win MVP. That would be nuts. Exactly. I would love that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, this has been um, a really good episode. Unfortunately, there's no trivia this week. However, next episode, we'll be back at, with, <laughs> at it with the trivia and get all the great questions and, you know, make sure we give you all some knowledge uh, when we leave next time. But for this time, it's all good, though. We had a really good conversation. Um, I appreciate y'all for, you know, giving y'all insight as usual, man. It's been it's been dope. So, Dre, always a pleasure, man. You already know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's been the love. You already love, know, Corey. We, gonna, we already know we're going to do this more. We're going to do this again next week. Um, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, um, you know. Everybody that tuned yes, in, sir, same time. appreciate y'all for listening. And you've listened to another episode of From the Nosebleeds. We out. Yes, sir.